Matt Mosley Show. ESPN Central Texas. As we roll right through a Tuesday and uh, a man making his way into Central Texas as we speak, none other than Kevin Longquist of Rivals.com fame. And Kevin probably has this, uh, oh, you know, he's got us on his Bluetooth right now. Kevin, um, welcome to the Matt Mosley Show. How was your afternoon? I'm doing good, Matt. It's good to be with you and uh, looking forward to seeing you here fairly soon. I know, I know. We uh, we will be getting together. We'll be comparing notes as we have for many years since our days of working together at the Arlington Morning News all those years ago. Now, uh, Kevin, you were all over this story last night. <clears throat> Austin, I had to. I got to chuckle out of the fact that you know this guy was going to make an announcement. Austin Novosad, the uh, decorated quarterback from Dripping Springs, Texas. Well. Of course, he's already announced that he's committed to Baylor. But I guess right. last night ends up being his recommitment to the Bears because everybody knows he's received offers from Ohio State, Notre Dame, Texas A&M. Let me ask you, Kevin, when you first heard that he was going to be making an announcement, what did your gut tell you? Did you did you think, oh, I think he may reaffirm his Baylor or did you already kind of know? What was your uh, what was your thought process? Well, first of all, uh, before I get into that, I want to credit my colleague Nick Harris, our regional analyst, who did a great job on this story as well. But I, I think, you know, the way this was all reading, Matt, as far as I was concerned, and then talking with Austin a little bit here and there, and then just other folks about this, I just never had the sense that the other schools that were pursuing him, like Ohio State, Notre Dame, and then, of course, the elephant in the room, Texas A&M, because of his parents being alums of that school, were in a position where they could pry him away. I think, and Austin said it himself to not only Nick, but also to other media outlets about saying he wanted to be sure that what he was doing with Baylor after he committed on December 16th was exactly what he should have been doing when he made that decision seven and a half months ago. And... It's fine. I, I think this is what we all had to expect from him because of the fact that he became a national recruit. I know he, as you heard me on a couple of appearances ago, talked about how he shot up our rankings about 112 spots. I know he's ranked higher in other recruiting services in their top 100, that sort of thing. So when you have a recruit of that kind of magnitude, other schools are, are going to want to take a look at this and take and see how much they can push you and could you be a fit for their offense. And he owed it to himself to at least investigate that. And as I also said, Matt, it's been very rare for Baylor's coaching staffs of the past and the fan base in general to go through something like this, like it was, and having to ride this out, if you will. But at the same time, I just never saw thought that Baylor was in jeopardy of losing him. I, I said on the site probably Sunday afternoon that if you were to put this on a scale of 1 to 100, I thought Baylor's position to keep him was around 90% because of every all the work that Baylor had done prior to this. With only the, the nugget of the A&M tug being maybe the little X factor here. Well, I... Uh... 
I really appreciate how you stayed all over this, you and Nick, and um, we've uh, we've sort of um, uh, you know tapped into your brain on this thing, and I do think it's big uh, for Baylor. I think when you get somebody of this magnitude, it it makes you look at recruiting differently. Um, I you know obviously you already had him committed here, so I don't think this really changes where Baylor's ranking is other than that last time y'all bumped this guy up about 100 spots or whatever it was, that obviously bumped up the Baylor recruiting. Now, I've seen you and others say this is the top quarterback recruit Baylor's ever had. <clears throat> the, only, the only thing I would dispute on that as a longtime Baylor Bear is I think Odell James was the highest-ranked recruit ever. Um, but again, I don't. That might have been before we had all the rivals, you know, like five, four star, all that. But I mean, he was a he was a definite five star coming out of um, Aldine and, and Alden MacArthur, yeah. yeah, yeah, Aldine MacArthur under Bob Alpert, who you and I both got to know when he came to Duncanville. But well, I, I, it, I, I think. Go ahead, Matt. I'm sorry. No, no go ahead. Go ahead. Odell in there, but then you throw Jared Stidham in there, who committed obviously under Art Miles a few years back, and I, I think the comparison more nothing against Odell, uh, but I think the comparison has been made more about you know Austin than Jared, and I think the interesting thing is, of course, remember Jared was in that spot where the program got hit by the scandal, and he wound up transferring to Auburn, and he had to wait his turn. I think in Austin's case. I look at him more of a transitional type of player, a la what RG3 was, because RG3 made it made it possible for Baylor to go from afterthought to a program that could compete at a higher level and then position Baylor to compete for Big 12 championships. I think what Austin has the capability of doing is piggybacking a little bit on what we saw in 2021 – and keeping Baylor at that threshold, not saying that Baylor can go 12-1 and one or 10 or 11-2 and two every season or something like that, but it puts Baylor in a position where their national stature can change. Of course, he has to do his own part and produce whenever he starts, becomes the starting quarterback there. But at the same time, that's the impact of what Austin could make when he gets there. And I don't think Jarrett was in that position. Of course, you know, Jarrett was also – caught in the circumstances of the scandal too at the time of his being at Baylor you know in thinking about the future talking to Kevin Longquist uh and he does such a great job for rivals.com uh here on ESPN Central Texas I it, it really is interesting to think about the future of Baylor quarterbacks because Shapen they made the decision to stick with Shapen and he easily could be the starting quarterback for the next three seasons. And, and of course, Novosad will come in here. He will not be hat in hand. He'll want to immediately compete. But, again, that's a great, that's a great situation to have. I mean, when you look at University of Texas, Arch Manning did not see, oh, my gosh, they got Quinn Ewers. Oh, one of the, one of the greatest recruits of the past 10 to 15 years. I'm not going to go to Texas. I, I like that some of these quarterbacks right now are not necessarily making decisions on, oh, man, they have a really good young quarterback. I'm not going there. 
I don't think that's how they think these days. And I think that's a very positive thing. I like to think that's true, Matt. There's still a part of me that says that, you know, quarterbacks will still look at what the depth charts will say across college football and who's hot and heavy after them. And I think maybe to some extent Austin looked at the situation at Notre Dame, at A&M, with Ohio State, that sort of thing. But obviously the opportunity with Baylor, because of where it's at, and remember, you know, Baylor's in a spot too where it lost its 2022 quarterback uh, in Zach Pyron, and they never replaced him. So it was pretty much like they had to make sure – that was another thing, that they had to really make sure that they could hang on to him or else it could have been a scorched earth kind of scenario that the coaching staff would have been through. But back to the point, I think it's a situation where Austin looks at this and says, I can compete. I don't mind the competition. You know, there's a reason why these guys go out to the elite 11 camps in late June out in California, where they're competing against some of the other nation's best high school quarterbacks because they want to see how they do. And you shouldn't fear competition or say, I want to take the path of least resistance. I think it's important that hopefully what you said becomes the trend, that guys are going to say, I'm good enough to beat this guy who's on the roster that's been there for two years. And what a story it would be perhaps next spring or maybe in the spring of 2024 when you have a real duel for that Baylor starting quarterback position. Of course, anything can happen, Matt, as we know, because – Quarterback is the most transient position on a football team. It has become that way, and that is uh, that is interesting. Kevin Longquist joining us from Rivals.com. Kevin, um, I always love uh, getting your latest kind of rankings. You're good at looking at those. I also like the fact that you talked to a lot of the Baylor 2023 class and had at least five to ten of them react to Austin Novoside recommitting to Baylor or, or affirming his commitment? I sound like it's like when I, we used to go to youth camp uh, at First Baptist Kaufman. We had a lot of recommitments that would happen. Um, yeah, I, 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 from, the, from the players that you talked to, did, does it, doesn't it seem like this could have a galvanizing impact on the class? And do you think other recruits that are kind of um, still out there that Baylor's trying to haul in that this could um, this could hopefully push them over the edge. Yeah, it makes it, it makes a big difference because he's one of that he's one of those guys Novasad is that can change the direction of how a class looks. And by the fact that he announced that he was staying, as awkward as I know we all think of this as it as it came down Monday night, but it's important because it keeps the team together. It's one of the best classes in Baylor history. It has a chance to beat the 2016 class, the best class in school history. But yes, it has a chance to lure more guys in, other other four-stars. Commitments, Matt. They don't have a lot of more room to go here. They can probably get to 25, maybe a couple more after that. We'll have to wait and see how that develops over time. But this has more of a trickle-down effect on how it impacts 2024 guys, 2025 guys. And, of course, what Baylor then has to do is its part is win big. And that is always being in the conversation for the Big 12 championship, maybe playing in the Big 12 championship game itself, finally breaking through and playing in the college football playoff, or returning to another New Year's Six Bowl, those types of things. It's what we saw in 2013, 2014 that got stopped 
But if it conti- but if it starts to pick up again this season and beyond, then that's where Novosad's commitment has has greater impact for what those future classes could look like. All right. Um I uh, I wanted to as you drive toward Waco, I uh, I do want to remind you at five o'clock our exclusive sit down with Cowboys defensive coordinator Dan Quinn will occur at five o'clock. We've been uh, promoting this heavily. We had to wait on it for various reasons. Dan asked us to was the main reason, and that will happen at five o'clock. So. Uh, I just wanted, uh, Kevin, as you make your way, be safe about it, but but please do be listening to that uh, at 5 o'clock, okay? I will do that, sir. If I can ever get it through Burleson, that would be great. Buddy, you should have left a long time ago if you're still stuck in Burleson. <laughs> all right? That worries me. I'll be, I'll be fine. I'll be fine. By the way, don't discount the fact that last week, and we had some of this breaking news right here on the Matt Mosley Show, that Baylor announced two, well, Baylor announced its own marketplace NIL deal, and then Startup Waco announced a deal in partnership with Baylor student-athletes, um, NIL deals, all right? So, uh, Kev, let's, let's, uh, let's never discount the old NIL bus coming through Waco when we start seeing good recruiting news. Important that, that, that Baylor really took big steps with that last week for for sure, Matt. Okay, first round's on me tonight. I'll see you soon. That'll work, Matt. Take care. All right. Kevin Longquist of Rivals.com. Aaron, were you